Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. This is Season 3, Episode number 15. And today we're talking about in-season skill development. And I have five tips how in-season skill development can improve your in-game performance. So before we get into the show, I want to let y'all know that my book is being edited right now. Uh. My uh, editor actually sent me some notes back uh, about a week ago, um, told me some different areas in the book. I need to make some corrections. So we're working on it. I'm I'm excited about them. I'm hoping that this book will be released at the end of the year. Um, It's on skill development. So, you know, follow me on all social media, continue to listen to the podcast, and I will let you know when that book will be released. All right. So. In-season skill development, five tips, how in-season skill development can improve your in-game performance. Let's get right to it. I'm hoping that this won't be real long today, Um, so we're going to get right into it. So, number one, uh, in-season skill development can keep your skills sharp. In-season skill development can keep your skills sharp. Now, Typically, when somebody think about skill development, the first thing that comes to our mind is the off season, uh, and probably even the in season, but definitely the off season during the summer. You hear players and coaches talk about all the time that players are made in the summer, and that is true. But I also feel that if you don't use something, then you lose it. So I used to hear my dad and my mom talk about that all the time: uh, use it or lose it. Um, so when you work real hard over the summer and to, to develop your ball handling, to develop your passing or to develop your shooting, you want to be able to use that. And so, you know, when when it's time for the season to start, you don't want to neglect your skill development. Now, it may not be as intense. It may not be at the same level, but you want to keep your skill development during the season. Now, uh when you're doing your skill development in season, it keeps your skills sharp. It keeps you uh, on point. It keeps you where you need to be in in terms of, you know, being able to knock down that shot, being able to handle the ball, you know, being able to, you know, have good footwork. I know there was times in the past when I could be injured or take some time off from the game and my timing will be off when I come back. You know, I may take a week or two off. And then come back, you know, try to just refresh my mind and get away from the game. And uh, and then I come back and it'll take me two or three days to kind of get my timing back into the game. So we don't want that to happen. We don't want you, you know, going through the season and you get a quarter into the season and and then your your shot is, is off or, you know, you're, you've lost your, your footwork. So you want to keep your your in season skill development. You want to keep it going. You want to keep those skills sharp so you can perform at a high level. And whatever your high level is, whether it's coming off the bench, whether it's being a starter, whether it's being a starter team or all state or all conference or all region or all district, whatever it is, or even all American, you want to be able to perform at a high level to reach your potential. All right. So number two. Now, on this one here, um, it's kind of telling you what to do. So this tip here is number two is break down offense into drills. Now, 
This is important because with me, when I work with players and we start getting into the season, it's not so much that I'm going to teach them a whole bunch of new skills and techniques. We hone in on those skills and techniques. But then at the same time, I want to know where you are on the floor. I need to know what's your role on the team. When you catch the ball within your offense, what are your options? What does your coach allow you to do? What is the coach looking for you to do? And then we can construct our skill development based on that. So let's say, for instance, I have a player that's the trail man on the, on a secondary fast break. And their job is once they get it is to do a dribble handoff. Then we're going to drill the dribble handoff and the different options off of that dribble handoff. But that's also going to be based upon what their coach allows them to do. So if they get into a dribble handoff and the coach wants them to pop so they can shoot the three, then we'll work on that. If the coach wants them to do a dribble handoff and roll to the basket and post up, then we'll work on that. Um, so it's just those different things. Some coaches don't want them to dribble. Excuse me. They don't want them to dribble. They just want them to swing it and then go set the on ball screen. So we'll work on that. So you want to break down your offense. You want to know what is it you're supposed to do? What's your role? What options you have? And then drill those. And then what happens is that type of skill development is specific to you and your skill set and your expectations and your role within the team. So uh, number two is break down your offense into drills. And and these tips are not that they're not anything specific. It's just, you know, when I'm doing skill development during the basketball season, these are five things I like to make sure that I do. All right. Uh, six, or I'm sorry, five tips on how in-season skill development can improve your in-game performance. Number three, keep skill sessions to about 40 to 45 minutes. Now, with me, when I have a player come to me and and we're doing skill development, all my sessions are 60 minutes. All my sessions are 60 minutes. But if you're a player and you're working out or you're doing some training with your school coach or by yourself or with a parent, you want to go about 40 to 45 minutes. Uh, Me, when I work with a player, we'll go an hour, but I make sure that we're not being too intense within that hour. Uh, You know, I'm not trying to wear them out. I'm not trying to get them in shape. I'm not trying to... Um, you know, make them pass out. I'm not trying to make them throw up or anything like that. I just want to give them a nice, a nice sweat. Uh, let them have a feel that they know they came in and, and did some work. Um, but typically, forty to forty-five minutes is good. Um, because one reason why you want to make sure that you kind of shorten your minutes is because you have so much stuff going on. So, you know, you got practice five days out of the week. Uh, once the season starts, well, actually, once the season starts, you're practicing probably four days out of those weeks because you're going to play two and you're going to rest one. Um, so, uh, excuse me, it's late and I'm trying to make it through this podcast. But, um, so you have two games a week if you're a high school, typical high school player. Here in Arkansas, they play on Tuesdays and Fridays. So you have game nights on Tuesday and Friday. Um, They'll practice Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and they'll take Saturdays off. 
So if you're going to do some training on a Saturday, you know, you don't want to go out and, and, and be taxing your body. So you want to keep them short. You want to keep them short and sweet to the point. Um, and you want them to be about 40 to 45 minutes. So, you know, that's if you do that, then you're able to take care of your body. You, you lower the risk of injury. Um, your recovery time can be quicker. So, you know, that, that's something that you want to think about. All right. Number four. You want to use film to find areas of improvement. You want to use film to find areas of improvement. Film does not lie. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, film does not lie. So if you're a player and, and your school records all your games, and um, I know here locally, I believe our high school still does this. They had access to Huddle. And I think they may use crossover now, but they had access to Huddle, so the players could, you know, log in on their phone and they could look at game film. So, I think there's an art, there's a particular way to watch game film, but you can look at game film, see what areas that you need to improve in, um, whether it's running the offense, whether it's rebounding, running the floor. Uh, coming off your screens correctly, making reads off the of screens, executing the pick and roll, uh, making on-time, on-target passes, uh, your schemes and assignments on defense, whatever it is, you can look at film and learn so much. And, I, and I, I'm a big believer that watching film is part of skill development. You know, so you can, if you know how to look at film and you look at it the correct way, then you can use that as a tool to help you get better, get better as a player. Um, and if you're watching it by yourself, if you're not in a team setting, you can be really selfish and look at it and say, okay, let me look at my offense. Where did I, where did I go wrong? What do I need to improve? What did I do right? What should I keep doing? And, you know, that'll help you get to a whole nother level. So if you can look at film and, um, Find areas of improvement, of course, that's going to improve your in-game performance. All right. And, again, this is going to be short, uh, which is which is good. You know, it's, sometimes it's good to have a short one in here you can guys listen to on the way to work. So, number five, make sure to take care of your body. Make sure to take care of your body. Let me say that one more time. Make sure you take care of your body. And I know when I was in high school and in college, I used to stay up late, eat all different types of foods. I didn't think about nutrition. I didn't think a whole lot about rest and recovery and, you know, getting up, getting my proper uh, uh, nutrition. And, 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 you know, if I had a twisted ankle and going in and getting my, my rehab and all that different stuff. And, you know, I just, not that I felt invincible, but it was just like, Oh, I'd be good. Give me a couple of days and I'm straight. Um, but players, you have to make sure to take care of your body. So you want to make sure uh, that what you're putting in is something that can help your game. A um, bunch of candy and sweets and processed foods is not good for your body. I, I know you're young and you feel like you can eat it and burn it off, eat it and burn it off. But it will not I repeat, it would not help your in-game performance. It can actually take away from your in-game performance. 
So you want to make sure you get the getting the right amount of nutrients, especially 24 to 48 hours before a game. Okay, uh, you want to drink a lot of water. Drink a lot of water. Um, water and sports drinks. Um, I wouldn't drink a whole lot of just sports drinks unless you're really really sweating. Uh, but you want to make sure that you're getting plenty hydration, a lot of water in your body. So when you are playing, you don't cramp up. Okay, but you want to make sure you get plenty of water. And then you got to get you some R&R, rest and recovery. I know that, you know, it's right now I'm doing this, this podcast at like 1045 at night. And I'm getting a little tired. I want to play basketball tonight. But as a player, uh, we don't always listen to our body because we're young. Um, you know, our body will tell us what we, when we need to shut it down, when we need to go to sleep. And and right now my body is telling me that, but, hey, I'm pushing through. Um, but you got to listen to your body. You got you to gotta know when to, when to slow it down, when to get your rest, whether it's a 20-minute, 30-minute 30 nap. Sometimes, you you know, you may want to stay up to 12, 1 o'clock, and you may, you know what, tonight I'm going to go to bed early. I'm going to go to bed at 10, um, especially the night before a game. You want to make sure that you get plenty of rest, plenty of rest and recovery. And when I say recovery, we want to make sure that after you play, um, after practice, you're recovering the correct way. You're getting the right protein and carbs in your body like and, and I'm not an expert on that I'm not gonna try to tell you what you should get and how much water you should drink versus uh sports drinks versus if you should drink chocolate milk I don't, I don't know any of that I stay in my lane my lane is skill development uh, on court skills so I stay in my lane but that is something I think that that you should you should have um you should either go online and research that stuff yourself or you should find somebody that's in your in your local area that can guide you on that, you know. So, um, so you got to be able to have the rest. You got to be able to have some recovery time to make sure that your body can get back to as close to a hundred percent as possible, as possible. All right, so that is it. In season skill development: five tips how in season skill development can improve your in game performance. Number one, in-season skill development can keep your skills sharp. Number two, you want to break down your offense into drills. Number three, keep skill sessions to about 40 to 45 minutes. Number four, use film to find areas of improvement. And number five, make sure to take care of your body with the proper nutrition and water intake and having rest and recovery. So before I let you go, let me read. Let me remind you guys real quick to follow me on social media. On Twitter and Instagram is at NBN B-Ball. On Facebook, on Facebook is NBN Basketball. LinkedIn, Coach TJ Jones on Snapchat. Also is Coach TJ Jones. Um, Seems like I'm forgetting one. YouTube, YouTube, on my YouTube page. It's, I want you to search nothing but net b-ball. So I do have some videos on YouTube. Also, check out my website, nbnbball.com. I have some, you know, of course, some blogs and all my podcasts is on there. And then if you need to reach out to me about anything, uh, you have a question, you have comments, 
be sure to email me, CoachTJ at NBNBball.com. I'm also available for consulting, whether you're a parent, a player, or a coach. If you are wanting some consulting, uh, reach out to me, and we can discuss the different options and possibilities that are out there. Well, that is it. This is going to be under 17 minutes. I think this is probably my shortest one yet, but I appreciate everyone. Make sure that you guys um, share this, share this, share this to as many people as you have in your circle. Let them know about the Skill Development Playbook Podcast, SD, SDP Podcast, if you're searching it on iTunes. And if you are on iTunes, be sure to uh, uh, subscribe and give me a five-star review. I appreciate y'all. Until next week, God bless.